You are Locked On MLB, your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast where we talk about all of Major League Baseball. And I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. On today's episode, which is being dropped the 8th day of July, 2020, I'm going to be going to the vault and playing a old episode where I visited the site of Ebbets Field. This show is available on the free and easy-to-use Himalaya podcasting app. This is also available wherever you get your podcasts. And when you're staying home, being smart during these trying times, please listen to us on your smart device by playing podcast Locked On MLB, or check out some of the other great shows on the Locked On Podcast Network, including Locked On Fantasy Baseball with Scott Cullen. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On MLB underscore net. We're at Instagram at Locked On MLB. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. I got a request to play some of the podcasts I did a while ago when I visited every site of every New York ballpark including New Yankee Stadium and City Field, but also Ebbets Field and the Polo Grounds and the site of Old Yankee Stadium. And quite frankly, with so much of the news going on in the spring training camps being a kind of an absolute cluster F right now and with players opting out and the testing not coming through, I just want to talk about something fun about baseball memories. And so this happened in the winter of 2016, shortly after the election of 2016. I was in New York City for work purposes, and I visited the site of Ebbets Field in Flatbush, Brooklyn. So please enjoy this classic Sully Baseball's podcast episode, originally dropped on December 13th, 2016 where I visited Ebbets Field. I'm recording this outside on the corner of Montgomery Street and McKeever Place, also known as Reginald Nero's Way, in the Flatbush section of Brooklyn. And the place that I'm currently looking at is the Ebbets Field Apartments. I'm in Brooklyn. I am here for a few days. And I am standing looking at what once was the epicenter of the city of Brooklyn, the heart of the city of Brooklyn, was right here. Its identity that kept it apart is not just a suburb of New York. This is its own place, its own major league identity, was right where I'm looking at. All the romance you have of the baby boomers, sports, and baseball, and the legends, and everything like that, so much of it is right where I'm looking at, which if you walk past it, it would just be, you know, just one of those Robert Moses, you know, projects, apartments that you'd see all across the city. And in fact, when my friend Laura dropped me off here, she said, this is it? I said, yeah, this is it. It's right across the street from the Medgar Evers uh, Community College, and this kind of a little bit of a, I don't want to say it's an eyesore because that 
you know, diminishes, that someone's home there. A lot of people, it's their home. But it was the site of Ebbets Field. This is the block that was Ebbets Field. When you think about Jackie and the Duke and Roy Campanella, you think of Wilbert Robertson, you think of Leo DeRocher, you saw the movie 42, you see Ken Burns' baseball, so much is romanticized right here at this spot of a project. So what I'm going to do, as a man is walking across the street, he's wearing a Yankee cap. I don't want the irony of that lost on anybody. Uh, I'm currently wearing a Brooklyn hat as I'm recording this. I'm wearing a Brooklyn Cyclones hat, which is made to look somewhat like the old Brooklyn Dodgers. I'm here, uh, there's a playground here that's named after Reginald Nero, who's a beloved member of this community who was engaged in all sorts of, you know, being a community leader here and having a place for kids to safely play, you know, handball, paddleball, basketball, all these different things, running movie night all through the 70s, and obviously made a gigantic impression on this community because this way right next to Ebbets Field is named after him. Well, what I'm going to do right now in the course of this podcast is I'm going to walk around. I'm going to try to see if there's uh, any clues of the Dodgers being here and maybe see if I can talk to anybody. Anyway, uh, I'll be back. I'm now leaning against a, a pole near the Ebbets Field apartment. I've now seen someone wearing a Yankee cap and an Angels cap. I wonder if I'm going to see a Dodgers cap anytime soon. There's a lot of garbage here right now. Okay, I'm right now in what was the right field section of the Ebbets Field. This is when you look at the old clips of the World Series games at Ebbets Field. There was, uh, you saw the, the right field wall. And that you, you knocked it over there into the, uh, into the apartments and onto the street. Well, that's kind of, right around there is where I'm standing. And it's now part of the apartment complex. And you see... There's a little lawn area here, and there's some, looks like they're doing some window washing. And there's, you know, there's some garbage here. But the thing that struck me is that as I was walking along taking a peek, do what I saw? I saw a little red bird sort of hopping along. And I'll be damned if it wasn't a cardinal. If I didn't just see a cardinal flying around the remains of Ebbets Field. I am now in front of the Ebbets Field apartments, seeing a bunch of kids walking past. And there's really no indication other than knowing the name Ebbets Field apartments of what has happened here. It just, again, it's a big, huge open area with a courtyard and a lot of balconies overlooking it. Uh, I was walking through one of the, the grassy areas there and was thinking about maybe I should do some pickups, some cleaning up. And the, uh, a woman walked past me and she said, make sure not to step in any shit. And, you know, it's that sort of charm and love that I think people felt for the Brooklyn Dodgers that is missing. There really are a lot of beautiful murals around here 
of some of the people who are heroes and people who are are important to the community that are on some of the buildings here. Not a lot of images of the Dodgers, I'll say. Where I'm standing right now, appropriately, is Sullivan Place. I'm at the corner of Sullivan and Bedford. And a lot of times when you saw pictures of Ebbets Field, you would see this corner. And this is where they had the Rotunda, and you saw the Ebbets Field, and uh, uh, the name Ebbets Field. And this was the classic corner that you saw all the images. It's 1953, time for the World Series. And it was pointing right here. They had the big crowds of people. There's a, the gas station was down the street. I'm looking at there's still a there still looks like a, a Firestone service station there. And just right now you're looking at it and it's just corner apartments. And man, I would love to meet someone who lives in one of these corner apartments knowing that this image, this part of the building has been seen just by so many people over the years. I'm walking up to the, the front part here, which would be uh, 720 uh, Bedford. And here's 720 Bedford, which is the front part of the Ebbets Field Apartments, is one of the first indications that I've seen of the baseball stadium where they have they have and it's kind of obscured by a bush or two here as a couple of the residents here are walking past me and a squirrel is running past me there is a block here that says it just says 1962 which I believe was the year it was demolished and it says this is the former site of Ebbets Field and there's a baseball. It does not include the home of the Dodgers. It doesn't say Jackie Robinson played here. It doesn't say this is where the World Series was played here. It just says this is the former site of Ebbets Field. There you go. Excuse me, are you are you residents here? Yeah. You do you, you know that this was where the baseball stadium is, right? Yeah. Okay, does that ever come up, ever anyone comes up or asks you about, like, the old stadium or anything? Very rarely. Okay. You're probably just the second person to ask. No, like, the students more home of the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah, the students, but not adults. Okay. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Have a nice day. That was interesting. There's more students than the older ones, so. Anyway, let's take a look around. As I'm walking, I'm going to be going into the courtyard of the Evans Field apartment. Across the way, there's a Rite Aid, which is uh, relatively new. I, the last time I was here may have been, gosh, it must have been 20 years ago. Uh, they had a, uh, a Dodgers, I think it was a dry cleaner, or maybe it had been a deli, something like that, that had the Dodgers logo on it. Well, that's gone now, but there's a Rite Aid here. And as you see throughout this neighborhood... There's a wonderful mural on the side of some of the, the important things of the community. And there is indeed a Jackie Robinson picture and a picture of Ebbets Field along the side of the Rite Aid there. All right. By the way, uh, ABBA, like, the, like the, the Swedish rock group, Realtor Associates Apartments for Rent. So if you want to rent in Ebbets Field... 
you go to ABBA Real Estate. There you go. Mamma Mia, indeed. I'm right now in kind of a courtyardy area here. This is one of those classic Robert Moses courtyards where it's just a lot of concrete and cinder blocks and a couple bushes here or there. It's a beautiful, but chilly, but beautiful Saturday afternoon that I'm here, and there's virtually nobody here except for a couple of squirrels and your pal Sully. Right around here would be either the uh, part of the grandstands and along the first base line of where I'm standing, and there is nothing there, nor is there any indication of anything that would be baseball-related. Uh, I remember the first time I came here was in 1995. It was during the strike and the lockout, and I was so missing baseball that I started going to places where games used to be played. And this sign caught my attention here. Now, it's faded badly, but it's still here, and you can still see that all these pigeons are here. It says, please, no ball-playing dogs allowed bicycle riding. I, that first line, no ball playing at the side of Ebbets Field, with no irony, is an absolutely spiritual gut punch. But the pigeons are all around it, too. Walking a little further into the courtyard here, looks like they're doing a little bit of renovations. This area where I am currently walking. Looks like they have a bunch of, uh, they have a bunch of sort of barriers up here with a net. And there's also, it looks like a bunch of water had been either dripped upon or something, because there's a really kind of interesting looking icicle structure has formed upon part of the net that's here. This is where I'm walking around would be really towards the middle part of the ballpark. Now they have here a courtyard area. Let's walk a little deeper into here. Let's see if there's anything here that is represents all the greatness that happened here. There is a sort of a green painted, I don't know what this is. Could it be a fountain at one point? Looks like it probably was a fountain at one point. Yeah. But it's now it just looks like a green slab. It looks like a green kind of snowshoe. And now there's a another one of the courtyards. Nobody sitting in it. No ball play, no dogs allowed, no bicycle riding. And it looks like they're doing a little bit of upkeep. Not a lot of it. A lot of pigeons flying around. A lot of bird shit on air conditioners here. And yeah, it looks like what's happening is there's something is dripping. Water is dripping onto this um, this net and that acts as a barrier to not walk into the area that is being renovated. And the icicle formation is really pretty intense. So yeah, where I'm standing right now is the would be the main field of Ebbets Field. This would be where the Dodgers played. Is there any indication of that other than a cinder block that was covered by uh, some bushes? Didn't even mention the Dodgers by name? Nope. Nothing.
Uh, it's getting chilly. I gotta get my gloves on. You can't really operate the uh, the recorder that's on my phone here if you're wearing gloves. So, yeah, I had to take my gloves off for a while, but I decided eventually I wanted to still have use of my fingers. I'm weird that way. All right, here we are. This is a little further deep into the courtyard, and I'm going to guess where I'm standing right now would more or less be the infield of the of Ebbets Field. And they have, I guess this is kind of a, uh, a playground they have here, where they have a couple of, uh, like, concrete structures, and they have these little sort of little walls, I guess, for kids to jump through, and a bunch of concrete turtles that are right around, I guess this would be the edge of the infield? So going through would be the edge of the infield there. Again, and there's also a uh, jungle gym here. No kids are playing on it, and uh, the benches don't look like they're in great shape. But we're here. There are some kids playing, and you know maybe I should leave it be and let the kids come out and play. There's about five or six girls running through here who are probably, you know, elementary school or men and a couple that are in, look like in middle school. And they are now going to be playing here on the playground. So, so let them play. I'm sure that they don't care about the history of the Brooklyn Dodgers or anything like that. Wow, there's some really cool, there's some pigeons sort of flying around in formation right around here. And they're flying away. <sighs> I'm still going to record. Oh, they're flying. A bunch of kids are playing Marco Polo in the playground area. That's pretty cool, right around the site of the infield. Do you live here? My family do. Okay. You know, you know that this used to be the baseball stadium, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is right, right where the turtles are. Would be the end of the infield and right where the outfield would be. So it would be coming out to there. So I'm just trying to figure out where where the lay of the land was. So, Abbotsfield. yeah, Abbotsfield. That's right. Wait, what's the what's the school over there? Abbotsfield. That's the Abbotsfield school. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right, yeah. And then the Megar Evers school is there, right? Yeah. And that's where the the entrance of the stadium was there. And that's right. That's cool. Does anyone here still ever wear a Dodger hat, or is that all in the past? Yeah. Yeah. I wear my Brooklyn Cyclones hat, but yeah. Yep. Well, if they fans of it, you see them wearing it. All right. All right. Hey, thank you. Have a good day. The kids were playing Marco Polo, an interesting game to play. Usually associate that with a swimming pool.
Well, it just seems interesting that the couple of people I managed to speak to, that they, there's at least a knowledge of what was here, but it just seems so far away, it seems so far removed from any reality here. Even I'm looking here and I'm looking up at the apartments and to try to connect the romance of Ebbets Field with these apartments, it just, it's hard it's hard to connect the two. It's really hard to look at it and say, like, yeah, this is where it all was. You know, it's, in some ways, when you think about the nostalgia that was ripped out of Brooklyn and that was ripped out of the, the community when the, when the Dodgers skedaddled, you know, it's different than some of the other places where at least there was a, a, a semblance of... You know, the park is remaining there, or something. You know, something is. There's evidence of it still being there. Here, it's taken away, replaced with this, which I'm sure is the home of many people. I'm sure for many people, this is their home, and they maybe have fond memories of growing up here. But just to have it be completely erased. You know, I mean, it's just, it reminds me of those stories you hear of when someone was conquered by a Roman general or something, that they would carve the names of the conquered out of the arches and out of the history. It's like beyond the fact that the enemy has been vanquished, it's the enemy no longer even exists. And I can't help but feel a little bit of that here at its field. Not necessarily that it's sad. I mean, as you know, I'm not a overly nostalgic person. But this was so special. And to just have it be something that is almost totally erased. But then again, how damn selfish am I? As I'm here and watching a bunch of kids playing, playing nicely, playing Marco Polo. How do I know what memories are being built here, what positivity is here, and I'm lamenting the fact that it's no longer a baseball stadium. Well, I don't know. One thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get a good shot of the turtles. I have to make a correction. I referred to the Medgar Evers College as a community college. It's not a community college. It's part of the City University of New York system. So, Sorry about that. I made a mistake, and I'm correcting it within the same podcast. Standing on the corner of Montgomery and Franklin, which is about a block away from Ebbets Field, you can look down Montgomery Street and see the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens. You also see a bunch of these uh, blocks have been knocked down, and there's sort of empty lots right now. And and there's a weird part of me is looking and said, man, if they knocked enough down, would it be enough to have built a new stadium? No. No, Sully. Knock it off. The Dodgers are gone. They're not coming back. Let me peek down here. Yeah, good clean view of the Botanical Gardens. And a lot of open space. Just had a nice conversation with a sports fan named Eric. I didn't turn the recorder on because I just was having a nice chat with him and I didn't want it to turn into an interview thing. But I gave him a card for Sully Baseball. So, Eric, if you're listening to this, uh, it was nice talking to you. He, was, he totally got what I was doing here. 
totally got it. He's about my age. We're about the same age. And he saw what I was doing, and he was asking me if I was looking over for Ebbets Field. And I said, yeah. And so he was pointing out, you know, that's where this was, and that's where that was. And we started talking baseball and everything like that and and talking about the history and we're talking about the reverence. We're talking about, you know, the polo grounds, which is laid out a little differently with a little more reverence. We both agreed that there's really not enough acknowledgement of what happened in Abbott's Field here. It's really, there's got to be some way to do it, which doesn't, which isn't ostentatious, but, you know, just, I mean, there's nothing in those courtyards that are empty. There's nothing in there that can't be added. Just something. If for no other reason to give us a point of pride or something for the people who live here to say, hey, this was a significant place. This is not just another apartment building. I don't know. Maybe it means more to me. But it meant something to Eric, too, who I talked to, so I don't know. I'm not totally alone here. You know, I say on this podcast a lot that baseball is a sport that exists in the the past, present, and future all simultaneously. And, well, this is an example of it's not living at all here, or it's, it is totally in the past. There is no present here, or no future here, of how baseball is, exists here in this corner of Flatbush, as I'm right now looking at the, I'm now standing in the area, which was right field, across Bedford Avenue, in that little area where that the wall juts out, the right field grandstands existed here, and when there was uh, shots of hitting, hitting a line drive and, and you know, hitting off the sign, you win a, a suit. That was a weird promotion they had. It was right around here. There's no evidence of it. There's no sight of it. People walk there past. And why should they care? This is their home. They've moved on. The Dodgers have moved on. It's only people like me who try to keep it alive, who try to keep it afloat. And I've asked a few people, like, yeah, well, some people are like, yeah, they played here. But it was just some, it wasn't an emotional connection. It was just a factual connection. That, yeah, this thing happened here, but now it doesn't anymore. And we've moved on. And the funny thing is, is that when you use the rule of seven, as I talk about frequently that if you're seven years old, you don't really formulate your first memory of being a sports fan until you're around seven years old. Well, the Dodgers left here after the 1957 season. So let's just take 1958. And if we take, hold on a second, let's just, let's figure this out. Um, 1958 was 58 years ago. Add 7 to that. 65. So, if you were born after 1951, if you were born after the Bobby Thompson home run, then you really don't have a memory of the Brooklyn Dodgers as anything except that what I have is of this remnant of the past. 
And if you were born and taking the fact that this was knocked down in 1962, if you were around, if you were born in 1955, then you have no memory of the existence, the physical existence of Ebbets Field. And how cruel is that? If you were born the year that the Dodgers won their only world championship in Brooklyn, you were I'm sure there were kids born in 1955, born into a world where the Dodgers were the world champions. Well, those kids have no memory, not only of the Dodgers playing, but Ebbets Field being anything other than this apartment complex. And I'm going to go out on a limb here, seeing that I was born in the 70s. This is all an exercise of me wanting to connect to a previous era in baseball, an era that my father remembers. Remember, my father was a big-time New York Giant fan up in the Polo Grounds. And don't think I'm going to come all the way out here and not head up to the Polo Grounds at one point. But this is all part of me trying to keep this alive. And when I'm here, I realize, man, that is an act of futility. But one thing I can do is show a certain amount of respect. I respect this place, obviously, for the history that was here. And I'm going to show some respect by letting that go and say, that's something of the past and we're going to have to move on. The people here have moved on. So your pal Sully's going to move on. But I'm going to show one last little piece of respect. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pick up some litter here. I'm going to take some of this litter. I'm going to have a bag in my hand. I'm going to fill it up and I'm going to throw it in the trash can. Because I may never have the experience of witnessing a baseball game here unless I conquer time travel. And that is one thing I would love to do if I go back in time. To experience one summer of the Yankees, Dodgers, and Giants simultaneously. I would love to see a game here. But I never will. But one thing I can do is to stand here along the right field area of Ebbets Field. And clean it up a little. Make it look nice. Thanks so much for going along on this trip down memory lane for me, and we bring a couple of episodes from that trip to New York. I hope you enjoy them. Please follow us on the free and easy-to-use Himalaya podcasting app and all the places where you get your shows. This has been Locked On MLB for the 8th day of July 2020. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sullivan.